Welcome to the e-commerce lab by EcomC. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Welcome to a new episode of the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. My name is Vincenzo Toscano. I'm the CEO of Ecomsi. And today we're going to be discussing what is the best method to find the initial keywords to launch your Amazon PPC campaigns in 2022. So when it comes to researching the keywords for your Amazon PPC campaigns, it's essential that you focus on finding, of course, the most important keywords, not just in terms of relevancy, but also in terms of search volume. And today we're going to be discussing how we do that. And at the same time, we help you identify the keywords where you have a bigger chance of success on those initial days when, of course, it is going to be more difficult for you to generate those conversions that are going to lead you to the sales required to scale your product on Amazon. So we're gonna jump right now into Amazon. I have Amazon open right here. So for people that's listening to me on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, eh, make sure to also have a look at the visual eh, episode on YouTube. Just it's easier for you to understand everything we've been explaining today. So basically the first thing that you wanna do whenever you want to research the keywords for your product is that you need to identify what is the main keyword, right? Because if you don't identify the main keyword for your product, it's going to be very difficult for you to understand um, what to basically find the main competitors around the keywords that you want to sell. So the first thing that we do is we try to identify the main keyword. How do we do that? So I'm going to use the example I use, always use, which is a water bottle. Uh, this is a very competitive product, so I never advise anybody to sell it. But just to uh, use it as an example here, the first thing that you need to do is try to start with a keyword that you think is the main one. Most of the time, it's not going to be the case. But of course, we need to start in somewhere, right? So in this case, let's say I want to sell a water bottle. What do I do? I go to Amazon. I put a water bottle in Amazon. And then the first thing that I'm going to do is I wait for the results to load. And then I'm going to do a bit of a scheme over the titles and see what is the keyword that is repeated a lot in the title, right? So here is very obvious that water bottle is the main keyword because it's not just about the frequency that the keyword is being repeated, but also the positioning. If the keyword, you see that keyword always being positioned at the beginning of the title, such as here, water bottle, water bottle is also on the initial phrase, water bottle here, water bottle. So you see almost all within the initial position of the title. And that automatically uh, makes you uh, understand that this keyword is super important and most likely is the main keyword. So once we identify this main keyword, the second step we're going to do is we're going to use our tool here, Healing 10. For everybody um, not having this tool uh, right now that is listening to this, 
feel free to check on the description um, of this episode. I'm going to be dropping an exclusive discount that Helium 10 is giving, giving to me that is going to give you 50% on your first month. So it's going to be BIN 50. And you can also use the second discount they provide us, which is BIN 10, and it's going to give you 10% for life. So that means for anybody getting started, if you just want to get a flavor of the tool, which I always recommend because it has everything that you need on Amazon in terms of research and the data, uh, use that coupon BIN50 and you get 50% your first month. Okay. So coming back to the content. So let's say we're here. Um, once we are here, of course, we need to use the tool to start getting the data. So we're going to open the Helium 10 extension. We're going to use the tool called X-Ray. And the first thing that we want to do is we want to identify who is basically the main seller on this main keyword and that they are positioned on the page one for this keyword and they are ranking organically. The number one mistake I also see when people researching competitors is that they focus on the sponsored products. You don't want to focus on the sponsored products eh, at the beginning because you need to understand that the reason why they are on page one is because they are paying to be there, right? They are not there because basically they are performing well for the keyword or because they're making tons of sales. Most likely they are just paying a lot of money to be there and that's not gonna be a the good starting point for you because first of all, if they are there just by the means of advertising and not organically, most likely it means they are not on page one on most of the other keywords. And that means that when it comes the time to use a tool such as Helium 10 to do the reverse um, async um, study to find the keywords, you're not going to find the main keywords, right? So you want to use the filter options here and you want to remove sponsored products. And once you remove the sponsored product, guys, you're going to be able to have a more clean vision uh, of what are the main sellers in here. So um, the other thing that you want to do is that you want to keep them in the same order that they are, because this is organically how the product are being positioned by Amazon. And that means that if Amazon is positioning them on this current order, uh, that means that the higher the, um, the product is organically ranked, that means the better is doing overall. And take into consideration also that this is a main keyword. It means that they're definitely making tons of sales. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to proceed to select the top selling products. Um, you're going to find sometimes that some products don't have the data shown. That's sometimes because the tool is not able to extract that from Amazon. And also because sometimes it may happen that certain categories categories uh, don't provide the data straight to the tool and you're going to find these empty spaces. So try to always focus on the products that already have the data loaded in the respective tool that you're using. So in this case, we're going to start by selecting the top 10 products. And sometimes people ask me, why just 10? Well, the reason is because in this specific case, Helium 10 just is going to allow you to use 10 products, right? So you want to make sure you use all the, um, all the slots. Uh, to basically do the research uh, for this specific product. Another thing that I also want to point out is that this is actually a good example to bring this up, is that let's say I'm selling a water bottle. At the moment of doing keyword research, and you put a keyword like water bottle that is very broad, you're going to find yourself that in, that in that keyword itself, you might encounter the same product, which is a water bottle, but maybe with different functionalities. So, one functionality can be that it has a, a 
basically writing on the bottle to tell you when you're drinking enough water, other bottles are gonna be made out of plastic, other bottles are gonna be made out of glass, uh, stainless steel, so you get the idea. So it's very important that when you go to select the top 10 products, you focus on the one that is the closest to the one that you want to sell. Otherwise you may encounter data and keywords that not really reflect the, the product that you wanna sell. So taking that into consideration, what I want to do here is I want to proceed to uh, select products and I'm going to take this for example that may are of stainless steel only. So if we go to the selection process again, you're going to see that actually the first 10 products I selected, I actually need to remove a few because they are made out of plastic. And in this case, I want to focus on the ones made out of stainless steel. So this is made out of stainless steel, this is stainless steel, this is plastic, so we're going to remove it. So you get the idea. I want to filter that down as close as possible to the product resembles the one that I want to sell to make sure that at the moment when I do the reverse ASIN study of that product, the tool is going to actually throw the, the data as accurate as possible, right? Um, so let's see, we're going to select this one as well. This one's made out of plastic, plastic, uh, plastic. So let's try to find our other ones made out of uh, stainless steel. This is stainless steel. This seems to be plastic as well. Okay, we got now seven products and we have three to go. So sometimes you're gonna encounter, of course, that some products or categories, you're not gonna be able to find the, the 10 products because there are just not many people selling ex exactly what you're selling. That's totally fine. Just select as many as you're able to find on page one, right? So here we go. We have 10 products in here. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna jump straight into a what we call Cerebro, which is a tool from Healing 10. You're gonna run the um, keyword research. This is gonna allow you to basically find the, um, the best information in terms of keywords around these top set, 10 sellers that are ranking for this main keyword. What you wanna do once you reach this point is that now we're gonna implement a series of filters to of course bring this even lower in terms of amount of data. Because most likely when you do this the first time and you bring your top 10 competitors, you're gonna find thousands of keywords. And of course, there is no way you can advertise for that amount of keywords. And most likely most of them are not gonna make sense anyway. So in this case, we have 54,000 keywords. I mean, there is no way you can advertise for this amount of keywords. So the first thing I do is I like to filter down with keywords that have at least 1,000 search volume. This, of course, may be lower in some categories. In some categories, 1,000 may be very high, but for the sake of this example, I know 1,000 is actually low compared to the, the amount of this product. So you're gonna see as soon as I put 1,000, 54,000 is gonna drop to 3,000. Again, this is still plenty of keywords. We want to filter this even further. What do we do? We use something called um, an advanced filter within Helium Term, which basically is gonna allow us to validate the consistency of the ranking of these main products on these main keywords across the board. So I'm gonna put the data in and then I'm gonna explain why I put these numbers in, all right? So here, what I'm saying is as you can see in the filter for those listening, the filter is called advanced rank filter. And within that filter, you have ASIN minimum and ASIN maximum. In minimum, you wanna put five. 
basically what we're saying to the tool is we want to focus on at least keywords that are consistent across five of the 10 competitors. And the reason is very simple. If these competitors are ranking on that keyword at least 50% of the time across the board, it means it's an important keyword. It's basically a validation filter. And then one to 30, which is the positioning, the, uh, which is the extra field you have within this filter, is basically saying, just show me the keywords that are consistent across the board at least 50% of the time where these people are ranking on page one. Why page one, you, you may ask? It's because on page one, usually you have between one and 40, 45 slots. This is gonna depend on the category as well. And basically what we're saying here with one and 30 is focus, focus on page one, okay? So we're gonna apply the filter and you're gonna see how we're gonna go from 3,000 uh, 3, keywords plus to 96 keywords. Now it's much more clean, right? Once we reach this point, you of course wanna apply some kind of also manual uh, filtering, right? So what do I mean with manual filtering? The thing with, um, with this kind of uh, keywords and niches when there are big brands competing, you're gonna find that it's very common to see brands to basically already dominate in terms of search terms. You may find a lot of search terms with brands embedded on that. So what you want to do in this scenario is that you want to remove those brands. So you wanna do a manual search. For example, you see a lot the Yeti, which is a brand. So one way to do it is manually. Another way to do it is you have a filter in here where you, it's called exclude phrases containing. If you put Yeti here, it's gonna exclude those and we're gonna go from 96 to 88. Owala is also a brand. We might remove that manually. Actually, let's also put um, here. Voila, okay. 85 keywords. You also have a other brands. So you get the idea. You want to have this as clean as possible because if you don't, you might then encounter yourself targeting a lot of brands. Uh, that is not the purpose of your PPC campaigns. You want to go for generic uh, terms because most likely if somebody is filtering by brand, that means they already have a bias of what they want to purchase, right? So once you do with the brands, which is what we're trying to do here very quickly to keep it uh, short. Uh, the next thing that you want to do is you want to proceed to also filter based on the, in this specific scenario, the size of the bottle. In your case, it might be the material. Once again, it might be the functionality. So let's say that for example, in my case, my bottle is made out of 40 ounces, right? Or 32, because it's the one that is appearing the most. Anything else, guys, you wanna remove it, right? Because why would you be advertising for something that is not 32 ounces when it doesn't it doesn't make sense? You are basically gonna be wasting money um, on a keyword that a person already made their mind up about what they want to purchase, right? So again, you wanna filter that down and you wanna remove it. Once you select those keywords, right? You wanna click here and you want to delete them. Now we are at 80 keywords. After you do this, let's say you also wanna go more in depth. And for example, let's imagine your bottle doesn't have a, a straw, right? You also wanna proceed to go in there and remove anything that doesn't have a straw. You also wanna take the opportunity while you do that and also filter based on color. Let's say your bottle is made out of 
a black material, right? Is color black? If if you see other colors that are not black, what is the point of advertising for that keyword? Again, the same thing that we've been mentioning so far. So you, you want to click in here and see if you have something that again this is a brand straw. We are not selling that. We are not selling that. So you want to have this list as clean as possible. We also not selling bulk. You delete this. And now you guys can see how we went from 50 plus keywords to 80, right? This again can be filtering even further. Again, to be efficient, I want to just jump straight away into the next steps. But you get the idea. You want to make sure you clean it as much as possible and make it relevant to your product. Once you come with a list of around this size, 50 to 100 keywords, these are usually the keywords you want to get started with. The thing is, the amount of fields you want to get started with is also going to depend on your budget because most of you i might understand of course that the budget might be limited and you don't have hundreds and hundreds of uh, dollars to uh, launch towards ppc towards your first days what you want to do instead is that you want to start with the long tail keywords first right because those are going to be the less expensive keyword so how do you filter them so the first thing that we want to do is um we want to use um, a filter, which is called word count, right? So in here, you want to say, okay, I want to focus on keywords that have at least four words in the phrase. So this is going to allow you to remove straight away very competitive keywords, such as, for example, a water bottle that is crazy expensive and keywords along those bases. So here, we went from 50 plus keywords to 23. These keywords, you can see the search volume is healthy. It's over 1,000, so you definitely can get a few cells there. And at the same time, you are going to encounter some keywords that, of course, are very competitive. So this one, for example, we can remove it because we're not selling a straw. But the next second keyword here has 57,000 search volume. So most likely, this is a keyword I might remove on my initial campaigns, right? I might remove it because it's very competitive to get started with. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to focus on my top. In this case, if we apply the filter again, we have, um, I believe, 22 keywords because we, we need to remove the one we just uh, deleted. So you're going to take the long tail keywords and you're going to create three types of campaigns, right? Actually, yeah, three types you're going to get started. You're going to create an exact match campaign which is basically going to contain all these initial long tail keywords. You're going to create also a product targeting campaign, which I'm going to explain next after I finish playing the keyword targeting, and you're going to create an automatic campaign. So with the exact targeting campaign, what you're going to do is you're going to include these initial keywords, and you're going to add them to your Amazon a PPC dashboard. And what you want to do is that when you add them, you're going to encounter a recommended bid, right? So this recommended bid is usually what I advise people to use uh, when getting started and usually put a 10% on top of that. So if the bid is, let's say $1, put a modifier of 10% and it's going to allow you to bid, let's say $1.10, right? And you start with that. And then um, what you're going to allow that exact campaign is run at least one to two weeks. And once you start getting some data, then you can adjust from there and you can decide, of course, if you want, for example, to migrate these keywords, let's say, to um, their own campaign to have better control or things like that. So that is the exact campaign. Then 
going to the product targeting campaign, of course, I'm not going to go too much in there because that would be another video, which is different from keywords. What you want to do with product targeting campaign is that you want to make sure once you uh, come into the page one of your main keyword, you, of course, want to remove the products that don't relate to yours, like the plastic ones. And once you clean the list, you're going to download this as an Excel file and you're going to take those ASINs and you're going to target them. So usually start also with not a lot of them, like 20, maximum 20, 30, because otherwise it might get expensive. Then based on data, you also can decide if you're going to move those ASINs to the own campaign or keep them. The third campaign might be an automatic campaign. So this automatic campaign, I know some people might ask me, eh, should I add these keywords as a negative one? And the answer is no, because um, usually the bids that you're gonna have in this exact campaign is gonna are gonna be always higher than your automatic campaign anyway. So that's gonna be avoid that they compete between each other. And also that you're gonna remember that sometimes you might encounter keywords performing better at the automatic level compared compared to the uh, uh, manual match campaign. So you never wanna use a negative keywords from day one. You wanna use it just as you get the data and based on performance, you take the decision. Then the final point will be, okay, I have my Excel campaign, my product targeting automatic campaign. So what happens then with my, let's say, phrase and broad. So with phrase and broad, usually what you can do is you have two options here. So the first option is that you can also use these long tail campaigns and you can put them in your phrase and broad, but most likely they're not going to perform well because they are very long already, right? So it's very difficult that you're going to find phrases they're going to be longer than this or broad that contain all this amount of keywords. So what you can do is that in this case, you're going to put the maximum here a three, right? And you're going to not go, you're going to now go back to the short keywords, right? So with the short keywords, what you want to do is you want to include these keywords on your phrase and your broad campaigns, right? Um, and basically what is, this is going to allow you because these are very short keywords. And by the way, you also want to remove all these keywords that are very competitive because here most likely you're not, not going to convert. So you want to focus on keywords that have under 10,000 search volume at the most. So you want to focus on these that are a uh, short keywords and you want to put them in your phrase and broad. So these ones most likely are going to be very expensive also for the fact that you're putting them on phrase and broad. But the reason why I'm doing this is because I'm not actually really focusing on the keyword as, as, as it is as a whole, as an exact match. I'm putting them on phrase and broad because it's going to allow me to discover other long tail keywords as the list we already have an exact match. And the reason why we want to discover those is because those are actually the keywords that you might perform better in the first place because there is less competition. In these keywords that are very short, you might also do an exact campaign with those, but most likely your performance is gonna be lower compared to the long tail because competition usually tends to be higher. Just also for the simple fact that they're easier to find these keywords, right? So everybody's gonna go exact match crazy bits. So the key here is to focus on those long tail keywords that have less competition. And then as you start building your organic ranking and you start building your revenue, you go hard on these keywords, right? So coming back to these um, exact match uh, keywords, let's say you decide to take um, the top uh, 15, 20 keywords, which is actually 
also the maximum I would advise to put on a campaign. Don't put more than 20 keywords if your budget is, is not big because then realistically just four or five keywords are going to take all the budget. So try to keep the campaigns very short in quantity. And once you create the phrase and broad with these uh, short uh, tail keywords, you also want to make sure that um, you add the keywords from the exact campaign, right? as a negative here, because I know that I mentioned that in the automatic, you don't want to do that. But here, remember that the, the purpose of the phrase and broad, here we are not focusing on performance. We, we're actually using these short tail keywords for research purposes. So we don't want to discover, um, we are not focused here on, on making sales as we are with exact campaign. Here, we actually want to discover keywords to move them into exact. So you want to negate the, the long-tail keywords you put in Excel because, of course, you just want the system to allow you to discover new phrases, right? And that's usually the, the, the strategy we recommend. We recommend having the Excel campaign with long-tail keywords. We recommend you having phrase and broad with these short uh, uh, tail keywords uh, that are very competitive, but the purpose of this is to discover even more keywords, right? Then you're going to have the pro targeting and then you're gonna have the automatic one. So this is usually gonna run through the first week or two. I usually last at least two weeks. And then we decide to um, section all these campaigns based on performance. So based on performance, you're gonna then start adjusting bids. You're gonna start uh, this, uh, adjusting the negative keywords. And then you're gonna jump into the next phase, which is creating exact campaigns with one keyword on it which I think a lot of people don't do, and it's very important. So let's say down the line, you discover a long-term keyword that is performing super well. So for example, if we go back to the long-term keywords here, you discover that for some specific reason, the phrase that is stainless steel water bottle is performing amazing for you. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna divide that from your main exact match campaign that has 15, 20 keywords, and you're gonna put it into the own individual exact match campaign. And this is basically gonna allow you to then um, uh, control the budget much easier, right? And in there, you're also gonna be able to do things such as placement adjustments. So basically placement adjustments for those people that might not know, it's gonna allow you to adjust where the product is gonna show when the advertisement is being shown. And Amazon actually allows you to adjust the bids in terms of how much you, you wanna put towards this. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna adjust the bid based on, on, on the placement. So for example, if you're gonna focus on top of the placement, Amazon is going to allow you to adjust and say, okay, instead of bidding $1, I want to bid $2, which is 100% for top of the placement. And this one keyword, one type campaign are going to allow you that. Okay. So I think that's it. Everything for today. I think I don't want to make it too long because, uh, of course, this can get much more complicated. And this is more for the beginning stages of your Amazon PPC campaigns. Down the line, I'm going to make sure to also make an episode more for the advanced levels in terms of optimization and really bringing the campaigns to life once you have that data. So I appreciate everybody to turn it on today. Please remember to like and subscribe if you like it and also share it with your community. It helps a lot to bring more people to discover a content. And remember that if you're looking to receive more support in the Amazon space, you can also book a, a consultation with us, which is free, the first one. And we're going to make sure we analyze your business in depth and see how we can support you. Okay. So 
thank you guys remember to um also see all our content in in podcast apple podcast and spotify and you can also actually see it on google podcast if you uh, like to use that platform as well okay thank you and see you in the next one bye bye thanks for listening to the e-commerce lab by ecomc be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode while you are at it we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen that will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it want more visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free or find us on instagram facebook and linkedin at ecomc